Hello and welcome to the Lift Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Tyrone, and today's episode is called Miss Parker, Miss Parker. Now, anybody that knows about Friday the movie, which is everybody, because if you don't know about Friday the movie, you should, but anybody that knows about Friday the movie, Miss Parker, Miss Parker came from Friday the movie when uh, the the neighbor from across the street, the bad old head, she was, the, I don't know if she was milk, because I don't know if she was the mom. But I know she was the older woman from across the street, and she was bad. You know what I mean? She was real bad, and she would bend over in front of the boys and wear these short shorts, and everybody would look at her and smoke and go, Miss mm, Parker, Miss Parker, when they see her across the street. And so that's where I got the Miss Parker, Miss Parker part from. But that's not what my podcast is about. Nope, my podcast is not about the Miss Parker from the Friday movies. My podcast is about the Miss Parker, Miss Parker from the WNBA. And if you know about the WNBA, or even if you know about the NBA right now, then you would know that when I say Miss Parker, there's only one Miss Parker that I could possibly be talking about, and that is Miss Candace Parker, okay? Miss Candace Parker, the WNBA, and um, and that's what this episode is going to be about tonight. And first of all, let me say there are plenty of reasons for me to do an episode on Miss Candace Parker. There are plenty of reasons to do an episode on Miss Candace Parker because Miss Candace Parker is everything. That girl's everything. She's on, she's syrup, she's painkiller, cigarettes, weed, Hennessy, vodka, ha, ha, ha. She's everything. That girl's everything. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't implying that she's going any of that stuff. That's just what popped in my head. But Miss Parker is everything. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of reasons for me to do uh, um, a podcast episode on her. But the main reason why I'm doing it right now is because... um. First of all, she had a real good relationship with my man, Kobe Bryant, and y'all know how I feel about Kobe. Y'all know if y'all don't, y'all can go back and listen to my Kobe episode. I got a little connection with him. Y'all know how I feel about him. And um, she has a connection, and she's got a real good relationship with his family, and she takes up for him, and she reps uh, Gianna, and she takes up for Vanessa, and she's down with Vanessa Bryant, and, and that's cool to me, and I like that. But the main reason is, um, Miss Parker's Instagram has been given <laughs> has been giving me life. Not only is she good to look at, cause she is easy on the eyes. Let me tell you, let me tell you, Miss Parker. That's a um, that's a lobster, real lobster cheddar bay biscuit. And for any of y'all who don't know, y'all can check out my podcast. If looks could kill, that episode talks about um pretty women in Hollywood or ugly women for that matter. It's really based on people being ugly, but it, it I rate my women on a biscuit scale. <laughs> and it goes from Cheddar Bay biscuits down to the fucking, the raggedy Pillsbury drawings. Not the Pillsbury fluffy drawings, but the regular old Pillsbury biscuits that used to make that little pop sound out the can that if you, you know, they're turning the rocks. So, on the biscuit scale, Miss Parker is a fucking Cheddar Bay lobster, red lobster Cheddar Bay biscuit. So not only is she easy on the eyes to look at, but she is very interesting. I like her posting about her workouts. 
I like her posting about her daughter. I like her posting about the little pranks that she plays on Shaq. I like her posting about Kobe Bryant and his family. I like, she just, I don't know, her Instagram stories just give me life when I'm on that door. Like, I go on Instagram, and I'm not on it much. I use it to promote my podcast and talk to a couple of close people that I know. But I got, when I get on that Instagram, though, like, maybe, like, the second or third thing I do is look for Miss Parker, Miss Parker. I got to watch her stories. I got to see what she's doing today. And the funny thing is, too, right, this is the most bangingest thing. I see her on um, TNT, and I'm like, damn, Miss Parker. I'm doing the thing. Damn, Miss Parker, right? And I'm looking at her. I'm like, okay, okay, cutie. Okay, you got it going on. And then I see her at home, and I'm like, damn, Miss Parker. And then I see her when she just done her workout. Like, she done her workout. She's sweaty, hair fucked up sweaty you know looking like she just got finished getting busy on that workout right and i'm still like damn like her biscuit scale don't never go down it's like i still put gravy on it <laughs> i still put some butter on her and sop her up even right after her workouts with no makeup i'm like still like damn like miss parker that's just a natural beauty that's just man and then on top of all that, she's got the skittles to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? She got the skittles to pay the bills. Not only is she like one of the best basket female basketball players on the planet, probably one of the best players on the planet in general. I say female because she is a female and she plays basketball. But I mean, I don't see a lot of NBA players looking better than Miss Parker. You know what I'm saying? So she's one of the best basketball players on the planet. Not only that, but she's an NBA analyst on TNT. And I'm like, damn, she knows her shit. Now, part of me wants to say she got it from Kobe. You know, <laughs> part of me wants to be a male chauvinist thing. Part of me wants to hate. Part of me wants to be like, bitch, you learned that from Kobe, right? Not, not that she's a bitch, but you know what I'm saying. But part of me wants to be like, you learned that from Kobe. You got that from Kobe. Kobe must have taught her that. Kobe taught her that. Kobe taught her that. Kobe, you know, I want to give Kobe the credit, but you can tell when she's on the court. You can tell when you're on her Instagram. You can tell that she works hard. You can tell that she's honing her craft. She's like a LeBron James. Like, I'm going to work. Well, no, sort of like a Kobe Bryant. Like a Kobe, I'm going to put this work in. I'm going to put this work in. Ain't nobody better. You know what I mean? That's how I see Candace. Because I'm telling you, man, she, look, on Instagram, she puts in the work. She got her puppy time. She got her daughter time. She got her TNT time. She got her time to play basketball. And then all the rest of that shit, she is putting in the work. She bought a business. And I and I like that. So first, so let me start by saying that. I want to get out of this notion because this notion has been going around for a long time. It's been going around since I was a kid that all the girls who play basketball are ugly. All the girls that play basketball are lesbians. They're all lesbians and they're all ugly. And that's been going on since the dawn of time. And you know what? You know what, though? You know what, though? It's an honest. It's really an honest stereotype, though. I mean, not that it's bad. It's like... Not that it's good, but it's like this. It's like um, racism for some people is an honest racism. And I'm not saying that racism is good. It's not good for nobody, but it's honest. You know what I'm saying? Some people are honestly racist. And I say that by saying that if you are an older white woman, 
you were raised during a time of segregation. You was raised during a time where you weren't really allowed to have black friends. You weren't allowed to know black community, live in a black community. You weren't allowed to see black people out in public. You were not allowed to um, have a connection to black folks at all in your life. So, of course, when you get grown and you get older, you're going to be a little racist. An old white woman is going to be a little racist. It's not that she's a racist person. It's just she's honestly racist because she don't know about black folks. She don't know about black culture. That's what she saw all her life. Maybe one of her children might be racist. Maybe one of her grandkids might be a little funny towards black people because his his father wasn't around black people. And it, and it just trickles down. It's a trickle effect. And they don't mean to be racist. It's just the honest racism because it's, a, it's, it's more of an ignorance. Well, that's how I see the stereotype that all women that play basketball are ugly. And it's because it's honest. Because I'll tell you what. I went up to Haddington my whole life. I played basketball at Haddington with my boys. I wasn't good at basketball, but I went and played, right? And all the girls that were up there were those girls that, like, wore the, 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 uh, the training brawls, like the, the sports brawls, and, and had their stomach out. And they looked manly. They was like manly, and they, and they had that tough, I'm tough. I can beat y'all niggas. Let's go, niggas. Let's go, niggas. They was acting like dudes. Most of them was like that. And um, my stereotype got killed because of Cherie. And I don't know what podcast episode it was in, but in an early one of my episodes, I mentioned Cherie. She used to play basketball with us, and Cherie wasn't ugly. Cherie was tall. Cherie was cute. But Cherie knew how to play basketball. So that stopped the stereotype for me. But back in the day, day when I first started playing basketball, all of them bitch, all <laughs> them bitch, all of them butch girls played basketball, and they was all lesbians, and they was all butch, and they was all kind of ugly and kind of crazy. So that's the stereotype we got. And then you get the WNBA, and I was a WNBA fan almost since the beginning. And I'm watching the WNBA, and I'm seeing these women in the WNBA, and I'm like, what? I'm like Lisa Leslie, what? I'm like, a lot of these women ain't ugly. You know, a lot of these women are not ugly. So I'm like, wait, what's going on? You know, they're not supposed to be cute, but they was cute. And then I saw them and they had husbands. And then they said, oh, some of them got pregnant. Now, uh, uh, oh, they have babies. They ain't lesbian. So, I mean, the stereotype should be gone by now. But, I mean, I guess it's a little honest. But I'm going to just start by saying this. If you believe that the WNBA or you believe that female basketball players are all ugly and that the WNBA is based on a bunch of ugly um, lesbians, I got news for you. You need to go watch the WNBA because there is some biscuits in that, Joe. I'm telling you, there's some biscuits. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if I post a picture, when you, when you go to see this podcast episode and you see this picture I'm about to post to Candace Parker, you're going to be like, what, she play basketball? Sure do. So the Skylar Diggins Smith, what? Skylar Diggins Smith. Oh, man. I didn't even know. I don't watch no college basketball. I don't watch college sports at all, right? And I knew about Skylar Diggins-Smith before she got to the NBA, I mean, to the WNBA. And I didn't know about it because of her basketball skills. I knew about her because of the... (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I knew about her because when you see her on the news, I was like, who that? Who that? I was checking. I was looking. You know what I mean? Then you got Elena Deladon, Elena Deladon, like, okay, okay, Elena Deladon is like a tall glass of spring water, definitely a biscuit, I put some butter on some, I don't even need no butter, no jelly for Elena Deladon, you know what I mean, I'll take it just like that, biscuit, Lelani Mitchell, what, Lelani Mitchell, mm. Mm. she can get it, y'all know what I'm talking about, she can get it, Jennifer Lacey, 
Mm. Kayla George, Kayla McBride, the two Kaylas. I think both of them Kaylas. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they pretty girls. Good looking biscuits. Shanae Ogumake. What? Oh, Shanae. I love Shanae. I love Shanae. I love her on her. Shanae and Goli. Ain't nothing about Shanae I don't like. It's like she can play basketball. She, she's good. She's Nigerian. What? Heritage. All that. Just dark skin. Just mm-mm. And this thing, she, she stops the stereotype too. All them people say, all them African women are ugly. African women are dark skin. Oh, um, well, then I say, take a look at Shanae. And any man that tell me he wouldn't take Shanae home, he lying. He lying. Shanae is a biscuit. Uh, red lobster cheddar bay biscuit. Abby Bishop. Abby Bishop. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go look these names up. If you don't watch the WNBA, just look these names up. Just look them up. I gave you all the names. Look them up. Look them up. And then you probably want to try to hook them up. Or hook up with them. And then uh, Maya Moore. I did a um uh Black Feet Boxing and my um and uh what is it? The Champ is here. I did a Champ is here um episode called The Champ is here where I talk about Maya Moore and all her accomplishments and how she left her career to um to fight for social injustices. But my more man, look at that. You can't tell me that's beauty. And guess what? There's a lot more the beautiful um women in the WNBA. So if I skipped your name, I can't name all of y'all now. And I can't deny that some of y'all is lesbians. And some of y'all aren't as cute as others. But I'm not saying you're ugly. And um, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you being a lesbian neither. Rock out. Do what you got to do. But I'm saying, I'm giving prime examples, and there's many more examples of uh, some women here that I'd be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and, and it stops that. And, and, and any stereotype about the ugly and the ugly butch lesbian basketball player needs to stop. It needs to be going right now. Okay? And that's that's it. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to say a little bit more, Abby Bishop. Hey, um, how did your boy? <laughs> Shanae! Miss Parker, Miss Parker. I know she got divorced. <laughs> so I ain't disrespecting her man. And not, well, she might have a man. Just because she divorced don't mean she's single. She might have a man, but uh, you know, Miss Parker, Miss Parker. Okay, so let me go. <laughs> let me get out of that because I'm getting a little too excited. I want to just turn some uh, WNBA on right now. That's my point. <laughs> I know, let me I'm going too far with that. But anyway, listen, there's some beautiful women in everything. There's beautiful women that do everything. And yeah, just because she plays sports don't mean that she's got to be an ugly butch. Okay, let's get that out of our heads. And I just gave you a bunch of examples and there's a bunch of more. Start watching the WNBA. Get these women some more money. You want to talk about them? Watch the WNBA. Go to more WNBA and get WNBA games, buy merchandise. Let's get them some money. Because some of them can't go to BTNT analysts. Some of them ain't going to get the Gatorade contracts and all that. So they need more money. They need more than $100,000 a year. Let's try to get them at least a million. I think every WNBA player should get at least a million, like one million, at least a million dollars a contract. That ain't bad. You got these NBA players getting 20, 30 million, and you can't give a WNBA player a million. I, and I know it's because of the market. I know it's because it's not because of, of male chauvinist things and all that. I know what it's really about. But come on, people, support. Let's, let, let's support. You know what I mean? These women are working hard. They're working hard. But anyway, um, so 
Candace Parker was born on April 19th. And I was born on April 16th, right? And I was like, wow, she's born close to my birthday. But the real deal, Holyfield, is um the real deal, Holyfield, is that she was uh born on April the 19th, and my daughter was born on April the 19th. So that is like a connection. I feel like that's a connection. Cause I love my daughter. She just turned 16 on April the 19th. And Candace Parker, I think, just turned. I ain't going to. Yeah, right. You can look it up. But I'm not going to be responsible for telling that woman's age on no uh, podcast episode. You can look it up. I'm pretty sure if you do the math when they see her, when they lift their birthday on Wikipedia, you can figure it out. I'm not about to say how old she is, but her birthday is April 19th. My daughter's birthday is April 19th. And we celebrated with Miss Parker. We went on Instagram. <laughs> Looked at her story. Happy birthday. You know what I mean? We was we was there. We was there. Well, in spirit anyway, whatever. <clears throat> she was the first pick in the uh 2008 NBA draft, the WNBA. I keep calling it NBA, but it's a WNBA, but you know, whatever. She was the first pick in the 2008 um WNBA draft by the Los Angeles Sparks. And the Los Angeles Sparks was like one of the um premier uh teams in the WNBA. It was like back in the day when it first started, I remember it was like the Sparks in uh in Houston. I forgot what Houston was called, the Comets, because it was Houston Rockets and the Houston Comets. It was the Sparks in the Comets that was um getting in. I know the Sparks had Lisa Leslie. I think they had Tina Thompson, if I'm not sure. No, the Comets had Tina Thompson and Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl Swoops. And then uh, I think Cynthia Cooper uh, ended up on the Comets or the Sparks. I don't know, but I know the Sparks in the Comets was the teams to beat. But me, myself, I was a Washington Mystics fan. Now, the Washington Mystics wasn't nothing to be a fan of. They wasn't nothing to uh, to gawk about. They wasn't nothing to be proud of at that time. But the Washington Mystics, um, I'll tell you the one thing about the Washington Mystics, they had the claw. They had the claw on their team. Yo, they had the claw, and I was in love with the claw. The claw was another one. The claw was another one that I thought was... um. Really good looking. Now she did turn out to be um a lesbian, but there was nothing wrong with that. She was still cute. And if I had a chance to to to, to get with her and, and turn her back, and I, <laughs> not to say that she had to be turned back, but you know, I was in love with Shamiqua Holesclaw, boy. That was my boo in my head. She was my boo boo badoo. So I was a Washington Mystics fan. I watched their games. I wanted to go to their games. I wanted to wait outside the locker room. I wanted to stalk Shamiqua. I was bad. Oh, it was bad. I loved her. The claw. She was, you know, that was my boo. So I was watching the Mystics fan. But, you know, the Sparks is a premier, uh, what do they call They like the Lakers. They're like a premier uh, WNBA team. So Miss um, Candace Parker went to the Sparks. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, that was cool. And, uh... So she goes to the Sparks and she um starts with them. And you know what she did? She scored, I think, she got the rookie record or she had the rookie record or she still got it. I don't know. For the most points in her uh in her first game. Let me just go back. Let me just go back. Let me just go back. Before I get into those accolades, I'll say this. She came into the league in the WNBA in 2008. Was the first draft pick selected, first round, first pick to the Los Angeles Sparks. And I'm just going to go through her accolades. So 
She won a WNBA championship in 2016, and she was the finals MVP of that championship. She also was a two-time league MVP, more than Kobe, but we ain't going to talk about it. We ain't going to talk about it because Kobe should have been league MVP more than one time. We ain't going to talk about it. We ain't going to talk about it. But she was a two-time league MVP. Um, And she was an MVP as a rookie. And the league MVP and the rookie of the year. Now, that is unprecedented. <clears throat> That's the thing that got me. The first, the, the rookie, her first year in the WNBA, and usually they say it takes like three years or two or three years to get your stride. Two or three years to, to take the lead by storm. You know, some people took the lead by storm. Kobe didn't take the lead by storm. LeBron took the lead by storm a little bit. But you know, the rookies got to get their wheels under them. Rookies got to take their time. Rookies got to learn for they burn and all that. Ms. Parker was like, nope, nope, I'm the best. And everybody going to know it. And in her first year, she was the rookie of the year and the league MVP. Who does that? Who does that? I was just, oh, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Because I was watching WNBA back then, and I'm like, damn, this Parker. I was like, damn, this, this Candace Parker is killing it. But I never, 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 never thought that they was going to give her the league MVP. I was just like, you know, she's going to get rookie of the year. She's going to get her props. Probably win the MVP next season. You know what I mean? That's cool. Win an MVP in your second season. Nope. She won now Rookie of the Year and the MVP. She was also um, a five-time All-Star. She won a Defensive Player of the Year last year. Last year, she won Defensive Player of the Year of the 2020 season. Um, she was an All-Star MVP. She was the first um, seven-time WNBA first team. She was a three-time rebounding champ. Not only did she do all that in the WNBA, but she went over to the Russian League, and they won like five Russian League championships. Now look, now look. If you're the best player in the in the NBA or the best player in the WNBA, of course you're gonna be the best player when you go to one of those foreign leagues in those foreign countries. But I don't care what nobody say. It's still an accomplishment to win five straight champ Russian League championships. I don't care where you're playing, so that was good. She also got two Olympic gold medals. And that's all, like, what? Like, what? And cute. And cute. And got a bad daughter. And uh, is doing um, TNT and a listening shit. Like, come on, man. Come on, the champion. I said my Moore was the champ, but now my Moore, guess what? This is like Ali Frazier. This is like Ali Frazier. Come on, Gorilla. We in Manila. <laughs> but neither one of them ain't Gorillas. What would I say? What would I what would they be? They ain't gorillas. I don't know. It ain't even like a beauty and the beast situation. It's like a, a beauty and a beauty. It's like a beauty beauty fight. It's like if they uh was in competition, you just you just see them two and both together, and you just beautiful. I just want you to know you're my favorite girl. And then I don't know which one I'll be singing to. Whoever wins. <laughs> Whoever wins the winner. Whoever wins the winner. Okay, all right. So that's that. Um, she comes from kind of like a a basketball background. 
because her dad was a basketball coach or something. Maybe he played. I don't know. I think he, he's got a basketball savvy. I know he was a coach, but I don't know if he ever really like played like in the NBA or anything. But I know he was a coach. So he's got a basketball savvy. And her brother played in the NBA. And no, her brother's not Tony Parker. Why do people, people are so stupid. Because every time people like, every time I hear people say, oh, you know, Candace Parker, I talk about Candace Parker, and people are like, yeah, her brother played in the NBA. I'm like, yeah, her brother played in the NBA. I know her brother. And they're like, yeah, Tony Parker. I'm like, Tony Parker's not her brother. Tony Parker's like, he ain't he foreigner? Ain't he French or something? He ain't even from here. Tony Parker ain't even American. Like, you people not making no sense. Like, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but look, I ain't gonna front and sit up here and act like I know Candace Parker's brother. Act like um like he's one of my uh my favorite players or anything, or I know him, or 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 I'm gonna get some brownie points for saying that her brother played in the NBA. I know Anthony Parker because he played I live in Philadelphia. And Anthony Parker um played for the Sixers for like five minutes. And I know he played for the Sixers for like five minutes. And I live in Philadelphia and I hate the Sixers. I hate him. I do. I hate the Sixers. Don't like him. Don't want to see him. Don't don't care nothing about him. And um, so I'm not a Sixers fan because y'all know I'm a Lakers fan. And um, so I don't care about the Sixers. But I know Anthony Parker because I live in Philadelphia. And I went to a lot of Sixers games because it's Philadelphia and it's, the six, and it's basketball, you know. And when they played the Lakers, I tried to go to those games. And so I've seen Anthony Parker before for about five minutes. Five minutes. He older than uh he older than Candace. And then I know that he played for Cleveland. I know he played for the Cavaliers for uh a little bit. Um, because the Cavaliers, when LeBron got there, I think LeBron's last first season in, he was there or something. I know he was on the Cavaliers. I don't remember how I know. I don't know if it was because he was playing with LeBron and I started watching some Cavaliers games or because I I don't know. I just know Anthony Parker played for the Cavaliers for a little while. But this ain't about Anthony Parker. This is about Candace. And like I said, remember when I said Candace was um rookie of the year in, in league MVP? This was simple. She told them when she first came. When she first got to the NBA, um, WNBA, like I said, she um scored 34 points in her first WNBA game. 34 points out the gate, first game in on the Los Angeles Sparks. Came in killing it, 34. And if I'm not mistaken, Lisa Leslie was on that team. She said, move over, Lisa. Move over, Lisa. I got this shit, Nae. Move over. I'm, the, I'm, I'm here. 34 points. And I think that's the record. I think that's still the WNBA record, if I'm not mistaken. Because uh, I don't know nobody else that would score more than 34 points in their first ever WNBA game. So I think she still got the record. And then um, what else she do? Oh, Candace Parker dunked in the WNBA. She dunked in the WNBA. And I don't know. No, she wasn't one of the first people to dunk in the WNBA. I think Lisa Leslie was the first woman. To dunk in the WNBA, but Candace Parker dunked in the WNBA. And then uh what they was talking, oh, she had two dunks in one game. Bang, bang. Two dunks in one game. And I think that I think she was the first one to do that. I think she was the first WNBA player to get two dunks in one game. Killing it. Killing it. Okay, so she's got some she, uh some records going on. And then I remember she was in that fight. Y'all remember that? We don't like to talk about bad stuff. We don't like to talk about bad stuff, but, you know, that's part of it. That's part of it because now we see Candace Parker looks good, right? 
Candace Parker got the skills to pay the bills. Candace Parker came in ready. Came in ready to take over. Didn't need no prep work. Didn't need to be prime. She was prime from the jump. Came in. League MVP first year. Rookie of the year first year. She was ready, right? And then we find out. Yeah, that's right. She from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? And that Chicago came out of her. She from Chicago. But now, not only is she beauty, but she's a beast, too, on the court. And now she about to be a beast with them hands. You ain't about to play with Candace. <laughs> bitch, I'm from Chicago, bitch. What you think? Like, but you know, but look, um, that was funny. But look, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go to commercial right now, right? I'm going to do my little commercial and then I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about it because, um, I want to go to commercial. I usually go to commercial halfway through and, uh, I want to talk about this brawl and this brawl is not going to be like a one minute little snippet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I wanna I wanna really like get into the details of the brawl. So I'm gonna take my commercial now. And when I come back, we're gonna talk about this brawl. And then we're gonna get into some more Candace little life. Maybe a little more digging into a little personal life a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And then we're gonna wrap this thing up. So I'll be right back. Okay, so welcome back. So now let's talk about this brawl. First of all, the brawl was in Detroit. They were playing the Detroit track, and the brawl was in the Palace of Auburn Hills. Now the Palace of Auburn Hills is going to be starting to have a bad reputation. The two major brawls and the two major basketball leagues both happened at the Palace of Auburn Hills. We remember the malice in the palace. We remember Ron Artest and them boys getting it in when uh when uh the in Indiana Pacers and the um Detroit Pistons had their little malice in the palace and the fans in the fight. We remember all that, right? And it's like, damn, that was a damn moment. And then Candace Parker gets into uh the brawl. Um, in Detroit, in the Malice in the Palace. So what had happened, from my understanding, from what I watch, what had happened was, um, Cheryl, Cheryl Ford had, uh, Candace had got the rebound or something. I think she went up for the rebound, got the rebound. And then Cheryl Ford, like, she Candace had the ball secured. She was about to throw, like, the little outlet or whatever. And Cheryl Ford tried to do the swipe down, steal the ball type thing. And she smacked Candace a little hard. And then she got fouled, and it was a little bit of a foul. And Candace went after her. Candace was like, yo, bitch, I don't play that. You're not about to slap me like that. Like, you going to foul me like that, bitch? So she went after Cheryl Ford. She started walking up on her like, you know what I mean? Bitch, I'm from Chicago. About to show you this thing. Just because I'm pretty don't mean I don't get gritty, bitch. What? She was was ready, you know what I'm saying? She was ready to get her. And uh, Lisa Leslie came over. Lisa Leslie's like, you know what? You know. We're not about to do that. Candace, you know, you may be the star of the team, but I'm the boss bitch up in here, and I'm saying, chill out. Chill out. We're going to beat their ass in the game. We're going we gonna to beat them on the court. We ain't going to get into all that. So Candace, being a respectful, pretty woman that she is, she chilled out. She said, um, you too pretty to scuffle. You look too good to fight, B. You look too good to fight. You know what I mean? So she chilled out. She wasn't going to fight. And then later on in that game, and it was late in the game too. It was like the game was almost over. We almost got done. But you know, once you once you walk up on somebody, y'all got a little tension. Now the other team's looking at you. They looking sideways. The other bitches on the other team that that that's about that life, like Candace. That's like, well, we from Detroit, bitch. We ready too. You know what I'm saying? Or we here, we there, whatever. We from, we ready too. And they giving her the side eye, and they like, you know what? What this bitch thinking? So now there's tension. 
there's tension the whole game after that, right? But at the end of the game, we're like, okay, we got through it. We got through it. We ain't fighting in the game. I think it was still, it was less than a minute left. And one of the shot players in Candace got tangled up. And they both fell on the floor. And they was like rolling around the floor a little bit. It was like a little, it was not nothing malicious. They was both going for the rebound or trying to do hard box outs or whatever. They fell down. They on the floor. They rolling a little bit. It's cool. But then the shot player gets up before Candace gets up. And then when Candace go to get up, she aggressively walks into her, knocks her back to the floor. Like, uh-uh, bitch, don't get up. Don't get up, Candace Parker. Knocks her back down to the floor. And then that's when all hell broke loose because Candace wasn't playing that shit. Candace was like, uh-uh, strike two, and it won't be a strike three on me, bitch. She got up, ready to go. Let's let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. So everybody was in the, it became a little bit of a melee. Some, some bras got off the benches. They was ready to go. And then uh, Rick Mahorn. <laughs> Rick Mahorn come running out there with his old fucking big ass. And you know Rick Mahorn was one of those guys. He was aggressive in the NBA. He was a rubbler. So this was right up his little bit of brawling alley. So, I mean, I know he don't hit women. I don't think he hit women. I never heard him being abusive to women. So I know he wasn't going out there to fight. I'm not saying Rick Mahorn was going out there to fight. But I am saying Rick Mahorn pushed Lisa Leslie the fuck down. I am saying that. I am saying that he knocked Lisa Leslie down. And, uh, you know, you're a man and you run into an aggressive uh, thing between women. And even if you're trying to break the fight up or not, Rick Mahorn, you was always husky, always had the muscles. So you're a little strong, my man. So you should have known better you going in here with women. Don't, don't, don't touch them. Don't put your hands on them. Don't back into them. Don't bump them. You can break a bitch's jaw just by bumping it with your shoulder or something. Like, get out of there, Rick Mahorn. What you doing? Let, 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 let the women break it up. Let the, the referees. That's what they there for. People out there to break it up, Rick Mahorn. Get your big, strong ass away from these females. What's wrong with you? <clears throat> but he didn't. He went out there supposedly trying to break it up. Next thing you know, Lisa Leslie's on the floor. And now Lisa Leslie, who is the peacekeeper, it's like, ho, I don't play that shit. Cause she wants to swing on them. Not to mention her team was ready too. I think they all was from Chicago or from, or, or, or from Philly or from Detroit or wherever Ron Artest is from. <laughs> from the school of Ron Artest, they from somewhere that don't play that shit because they was trying to steal on Rick Mahorn, big, strong ass, these little women. Small women was trying to fucking steal on Rick Mahorn, big ass, right? So uh, Rick Mahorn almost got stole on. Lisa Leslie was ready to fight. It was just a, uh, it was just a funny. Well, it's funny now. Well, funny then, but now it's funny. It was just a funny little brawl, whatever. And so you know, um, suspensions came down. And enough people got suspended. Look, so many people got suspended that they had to stagger the suspensions because they couldn't. You needed enough players to play on the team, so they couldn't have three players on one team suspended for the same games or whatever. So they had to stagger them or whatever. Now, Candace Parker got suspended. Um, I don't know what she got suspended. I think she got suspended for one game. I don't think she actually threw a punch, so she didn't get suspended for throwing a punch. Or did she get suspended for throwing a punch? I don't think she threw a punch, so I don't think she got suspended for that. I think she got suspended for initiating, part being part of the, the initiation of the fight. Then a couple of girls that do punches got suspended for throwing punches. I think that's a two-game suspension or whatever. But I know a lot of people got suspended. Candace Parker got suspended. And guess what? It didn't taint her image or nothing like that. It didn't taint her image for me. It, it just said, look, 
I'm not to be fucked with or played with. You know what I'm saying? I'm a beast in everything I do. I'm a beast on these court. I'm a beast with the looks. I'm a beast with these hands. <laughs> but we ain't even find out though. We ain't even find out. Sometimes I wish basketball was like uh was like hockey sometimes. Sometimes I wish they just be like, let them fight. And then when they done, you know, we'll 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 tally it up. You know what I mean? Because um, Charles Barkley and Shaq, that was funny. Um, Dr. J, the choke like bird or whatever, that was kind of funny and shit. You know what I mean? The, the malice at the palace wasn't that funny, but I mean, it was good to see some rumbling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kobe got in his little fight with, uh, what was that boy's name? Charlie Ward? Not Charlie Ward. It was, um, I think his name was Ward. Whatever, I remember Kobe got in his little scuffle duffle. He got two feet. <laughs> But the punches was weak. Kobe didn't even flinch, but he still got hit. It was like he died. He did get hit with the boom bat. You know what I mean? But they was weak punches and whatever. But that was the brawl. Rick Mahorn didn't realize that they was about that life. Uh, Cheryl Ford didn't realize Candace Parker was about that life. And the Detroit shot got a shot. Because the Los Angeles Sparks supposed to be cute, supposed to be chilling, but they was willing to get the rumble on. So that was part of the brawl thing. That was kind of funny. Um... Then she went on in her career, and the Sparks wasn't winning championships. I mean, they was sometimes they were struggling. They was having decent seasons. They was getting them within the like top four, and and getting put out. Then they went to like then they was doing good. They was getting to, like second second seed or whatever, getting put out. They was having a lot of little uh tough calls. I remember they lost some one point tough ass playoff games. You know what I mean? But during out the playoffs, Candace Parker was still always doing her thing, and and. And it was like, it was only a matter of time. I was like, she's going to get a championship, right? And then um, 2009, <clears throat> 2009, Miss Parker had to go. Miss Parker had to go. I was like, oh, no, where's Miss Parker going? And they're like, oh, Miss Parker's going because Miss Parker is not here. She's on maternity leave. She's about to have a baby. <clears throat> and I'm like, whoa, 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 Miss Parker having a baby. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How's she having a baby? She's my girlfriend. <clears throat> Sorry, but she she's my girlfriend. Miss Parker's my girlfriend. She's having a baby. Who the who who did it? You know. But I knew I knew she was married. I was just like, okay, cool. Her and her husband they gonna have a baby. That's cool. That's fine. Start a family. Go ahead, do that thing. So in two thousand nine, she got pregnant. In two thousand nine, well, two thousand nine, I don't know. She had a baby in I think May of two thousand nine. I think her daughter's birthday is in May. So she got pregnant in 2008, but whatever the case may be, 2009 season, she was out from maternity leave. She was pregnant. Then she came back and she played. She was good. Like she was good right out, right back, right off maternity leave. She was back. Because I told you she works hard. She got that body right. She was back in that gym. She was doing a treadmill. She got that body right and tight. Came back, did a business. And then in 2010, she um she hurt her shoulder. She hurt her shoulder in 2010. So she still was um. You know, she had to nurse that shoulder back. She still came back that season. She ain't never missed the whole season. She came back, and she put in that work. You know what I mean? She did what she could do. <clears throat> um, Returning from injury and stuff like that. But it was looking bad. I was feeling, I was starting to feel sorry for her because I was like, okay, you had the baby. Now you coming back. And you in, in 2009 season was kind of watched because you wasn't there. 2010 season kind of watched now because you hurt. You injured. You hurt your shoulder. And that was like a, a bad thing for um. For the sparks, and I'm like, damn, Candace, it's not, it's not looking good now. Her championship aspirations are not looking good. I'm like, damn, you know, for all her talent, 
for everything she does, it would be a real sad day if Miss Parker does not win a, a WNBA championship. I know about all her other accolades and Russian championships, all that, but that's not the same. Like, you know, it's hard for women who work hard, who own their craft, who, who do everything that she does and looks good. Good than a motherfucker. That's part of it. And then all that and not get a championship. So I was getting concerned. I was getting kind of worried. So I'm like, you know what? 2011. I was in my head. 2011 going to be that year. The Sparks going to win the championship in 2011. Now I'm slowly becoming an LA Sparks fan. And that is only, only because of Miss Parker. Don't get it fucked up. I was a Washington Mississippi fan only because of Shamika Holes Claw. But Shamika Holes Claw was gone. She, she had some personal issues. She, she, she uh left she was gone there was no more claw and plus she wasn't on the mystics no more anyway and 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 plus i wasn't watching mystics games anymore i was watching miss park i was watching miss parker and i was watching uh diana tarasi because whoo she another one cute cute i forgot to mention her tarasi's cute i like her a little cute little stuff little spunk i like that but i wanted to watch her too because she man White chocolate. She's the next white chocolate for me. I'm like, look at this. So I watched her games and I watched um the Sparks because I wanted to see Miss Parker. I wanted to see Miss Parker. So I became a, a kind of like a Sparks fan. So in 2011, I was all in. I was like, the Sparks going to win the championship this year. Fuck that. Candace Parker about to bring the championship home. And then they was like, Candace Parker's out. She got a problem with her knee. I'm like, oh shit, man. The knee. The knee is the hurt piece. The knee is bad. It's bad. And then they came back and they said, torn meniscus. And at the time, I'm I'm thinking ACL. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I don't, I just know torn is bad. And then when they say torn meniscus, I'm thinking it's the meniscus, like it's meniscus and ACL. Like if they, if they related, is them things similar or something? So I'm like torn meniscus, torn ACL. I'm just like, I'm just like, oh no, Candace is done. And I'm thinking career. I'm thinking career. I'm like, her knee is blown out. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I don't know what the fuck I'm thinking. Her knee is blown out. Miss Parker's down. Miss Parker's down. So I'm just like, that's it. I said, she's done. She's done. And then she comes back and I'm like, she came back from a torn meniscus. And then like, a torn meniscus, not that bad. Tyrone, like, get yourself together. I'm like, oh shit. My bad. I didn't know. Good job, Miss Parker. So now I'm like, yo, they about to, they about to kill it. They about to kill it. And then the Phoenix Mercury, and uh, who else? And the Minnesota, Minnesota team, and the teams are just beating them. And Seattle Storm, all of a sudden they get what? Did they get Sue Bird? I think it was Sue Bird. When the Seattle Storm and Seattle Storm is coming, and all these other teams is up and coming, and the Sparks is going down. I'm like, oh man. And now I'm like, Miss Parker ain't getting the championship. She ain't getting no championship. And then in 2015, she said, uh, <clears throat> she had to take a break. And I was like, Miss Parker, why you got to take a break? What, what, what is this? What is a break? What the, what the, what's going on? You need a break? You tired? You need a mental break? You need a physical break? You want to spend time with your daughter? What is it, Miss Parker? Please, no, you don't need a break. Just, um, just take a couple of days off. Come on and play. You need a Gatorade. I'll get you a Gatorade. I'll get you some five-hour energy. You need some five-hour energy drinks. <laughs> Do anything but quit. Do anything but quit. And then I'm like, maybe she's quitting, man. Maybe she's quitting. Maybe she's done. Maybe she's not fun for her no more. Maybe she's tired of the injuries. Maybe she's sick of these bitches testing her. 
And she ain't get to lay no hands on nobody. She ain't get to put no hands and feet on no bitch yet. I don't know. But I was just a little sad. I was like, Miss Parker needs a break. And I was thrown off and I felt a little sad, right? I felt a little sad. And um, I was like, she's not going to win no championship. And then she came back in 2016, 2016 season. And I was like, okay, Miss Parker's back. But uh, the Sparks had went and got an uh, went and got Sinead's big sister. The first it was it's Sinead now. Sinead's in there now. Sinead played for the Sparks now. But at that time, back in 2016, they went and got the big sis. They got the big sis. Uh, I ain't even want to try to act like I know how to say her name. My name is Neka, Nanika. I don't, I don't know how to say her name, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry I messed it up. I knew it because I listened to it during the game. I listened to it, and I'm like, I'm never going to get her name wrong. And now, right now, I'm getting her name wrong. I can't, I can't like, get it. But Aguma K, I know she's Aguma K. I know it's Neka or Nika or something like with a K. And I know that she's Sinead's older sister. And I know, mm-hmm. I look at her too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I look at her too, her chocolate Nigerian self. What? And then I seen her, and she's a balling. She's balling. And I'm like, damn, you know, I want I want them to win the championship. They looking good. They winning games. They 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 looking good. They looking good. And I'm like, they gonna win the championship this year. I was saying it. Okay, this is the year, this is the year. But then um Aguma K became the uh the star. Gumake became the star. And I'm like, oh man, Candace, Candace gotta take a back seat. I'm like, I don't want Candace Park. I don't want Miss Parker in the back seat. Miss Parker drives the bus, drives the car. She don't sit in the back seat. No, 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 Aguma K. You're not gonna show Miss Parker the way. Oh no, no, no. But no. You do what you gotta do to win. You do what you gotta do. You humble yourself and you and you play ball and you do what you gotta do. And Miss Parker kept playing. Candace did what she had to do. She said, okay. We got a Guma K. She's a star. I'm, I'm not the star no more, but I'm still putting in my work. I'm still getting busy. And when the time comes to shine, I'm still going to get mine. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, good. Nothing's going to stop this. She ain't injured. She ain't tired no more. She took a break. She she, she spent time with her daughter and she rehabbed, but the body's right. She's still tight. Face still good looking. The hair's still nice. You know what I'm saying? Still good. Let's go. Let's get it. Right? And then Pat Summit died. And I was like, oh, man, because I don't like, I don't watch college sports. I don't like it or whatever. But you know Pat Summit. If you watch sports at all, you know Pat Summit. You know what I mean? And Pat Summit died. And I was like, man, this is going to be, this is going to be hard. This is going to be hard on Candace. That's a boot thing. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a baby. That's a, that's a, that's a coach. You know what I'm saying? And then Candace came out there and said, you know what? We going, um, we going to dedicate this season to Pat. And she was um very sad. You could see it in her face. She was about to cry. She was emotional. We're going to dedicate this season to Pat. And I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. I thought Pat Summit was going to be a downfall for Candace. I'm like, the death of Pat Summit is going to take Candace down. But no. And she said, I'm dedicating this season to Pat. I was like, oh, shit. Starts all legit. Oh, shit. Starts all legit. She about to kill it. They going to win this championship now. She done dedicated this season to Pat. Now she got to win the championship. Pat don't settle. Pat Summit don't settle for less. You know what I'm saying? Pat Summit don't no don't settle for less. It's championship or bust. 
So if you're going to date this season to the late great Pat, it's championship or bust out this bitch, right? So now I'm like, yeah, I'm hyping, hyping, hyping. I'm like, I don't care what you do, Oguma K. Just get busy. Uh, you know, Miss Candace Parker dedicated this to Pat Summit. Now we got to get busy. We got to win this thing, right? And sure enough, they go in. They come out, champions. Uh-oh, watch the people call her name. She's the champion. Uh-oh, watch the people call her name. Just for, just for, just for GP, where is Miss Jade at? Miss Jade from Philly, it's an APB out on you. I remember back in the day, I liked you. I was listening to your rap me. You was the champion. What happened? What happened, Miss Jade? Where are you at? But anyway, back to Miss Parker. So, all season long, Ogumake is the star. Ogumake is the, is, the, is the leader of the team. And Candace is the, is the veteran now. It's the veteran that's willing to take the back seat and let the young Bakarooski, the Nigerian nightmare, let her uh, drive the car a little bit. But guess what? When the finals came, Ms. Parker said, uh, listen here, youngster, move over. The champ is here. Yeah. Doom, 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 doom. The champ is here. Doom, 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 doom. The champ is here. She got on, she got on her Ali. Her Jada kiss. <laughs> she got on it because when them final MVP award came out, it wasn't going to know a Guma K. Not the not the hate on um um not the hate on her. I'm not hating on you. I love you. I love you. And your sister. Oh yeah, I do. Biscuits. Biscuits, but anyway, not to hate on her, but Candace had to show Candace wasn't letting that championship slip away, and she had to show everybody who was the boss. And she showed everybody who was the boss, and she got that finals MVP. And there we go. So now, now Miss Parker can really rest. Miss Parker can chill. Miss Parker, you've done everything, and you've kept your body tight, you kept your looks right, you won that NBA championship. That WNBA championship, you got all the other accolades. Rookie of the year, bang. MVPs, bang. Defensive player of the year, you got that last season, finally. When I think you deserved it way before that, but you got it, bang. So every accolade that you could give a woman in the WNBA, Miss Parker has got it. Miss Parker got all the accolades. Okay, so good job. Good job, Miss Parker. Good job. And now you on TNT? And you talking with the men's in them, talking with Shaq, talking with Dwayne Wayne, talking with the men's in them, and know exactly what you're talking about, not backing down with what you believe in and your issues and all that, looking good. Oh, my God, looking good. I mean, you look good on the court. You look good on Instagram. But when you be getting dressed up for TNT, I be like, damn, I be just like there was a Friday, Miss Parker, Miss Parker. But you keep it classy, too. It's like you got the class, though, with it. I saw you with the hat. I saw you put the hat on. <laughs> I was like, look at, look at Candace with the hat, yo. Like, everything, like, uh, it's like, oh, man. I be like, 50, uh-huh, I know I like her style. I know I like her style. I'm like, man, mm, mm, mm. Um, but everybody else see it too, because the People magazine named her one of the most um um what the uh, one hundred most beautiful people in the world. People magazine had Miss Parker on that list. Miss Parker made the list of the one hundred most beautiful people in the world. She makes my list of the one hundred most best basketball players in the world. 
So Miss Parker is top 100 in everything she do in the world. Top 100 out of all the people in the world, out of the billions of people in the world. She's top 100 on the looks out of all the basketball players that have ever played on the planet. Men, women, anybody, Miss Parker is on that top 100 list. Because I'm not about to, I can't name 100 basketball players better than Candace Parker, men or women. And that's just facts for me. That's just facts for me. I can't name two. I can't name more than two better than Kobe Bryant. But we ain't going to get into that. I can't name more than two players better than Kobe Bryant. I ain't going to say my two players. But I can't name more than two players on the planet that was ever better than my man Kobe Bryant. So I'm not going to sit up here and act like I can name 99 or 100 players on this planet right now that are better than Candace Parker. I put Candace Parker probably around 48. And that and that's because of the men. I watch more men basketball or whatever. But I put Candace Parker around 48. Now, amongst the women... Amongst the women, I'm putting Ken- Candace Parker top five dead alive. Yeah, I mean, top five dead alive. But if I had to incorporate all the basketball players I know, I mean, she's in the top 50. I might can put it up to the top 25. I ain't going to front. I might can put it up to the top 25. I ain't going to make the list. But if I start going down the list, it might be like, eh, eh. Because with the women who I'm putting in front of her, Cheryl Swoops, Cynthia Cooper, maybe, Lisa Leslie, maybe. I mean, I like Tina Thompson, but Tina Thompson, no way. I like the claw. Shamiqua, the claw, that was my boo thing, but I don't know. I think Gannis Parker got her a little beat. You know what I'm saying? Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner, I like Brittany Griner, too. But Brittany Griner, she can get on the list, but I don't know. Brittany Griner ain't getting up there with Candace Parker. Sue Bird and them. Sue Bird, I'm watching. I see you. You got to do a little more, Sue Bird. You got to do a little more. Diana Taurasi, I might, you might, I might put you up there. Dawn Staley, another one. Dawn Staley, oh, cute too. Doing her thing too, like man, shoot, man, look. But um, this park is up there, and now, like I said, after all of the accolades, she finally got her WNBA championship, and now uh, she went home. She went home, so. Now she's not on the Sparks no more. The Sparks lose Candace Parker. They got Sinead, though. Sinead, they got two Aguma Caves. They got two Aguma Caves up on there. And I like Sinead. Sinead, hey, I see you. I see you, Sinead. I see you on ESPN. I see you on Around the Horn. I see you on all them shows. I see you on First Take. I see you with Golik. I see you on all of them shows, Sinead. I'm watching you, too. And I know you took off because of the COVID. And, and the safety issues and all that with the bubble play. Oh, and I, I don't know if they had bubble play, but you know, with all the, the situation, what was going on with the COVID and all that, I know you took off, but I know you be back. And I hope that you get to win another championship with the Sparks because, um, because uh, you want to win a championship with your sister. And that would be great for y'all too. But guess what? Guess what? I'm a Chicago Sky fan now. That's right. I'm um, I'm on Chicago Sky. I'm a Chicago Sky fan. And I hated the Bulls and I never liked Chicago and I never liked the Bulls because I don't like Michael Jordan. But now I'm going to be a Chicago Sky fan because even though I don't do that, I'm not a Lakers fan because Kobe was there. I'm a Lakers fan because I was a Lakers fan before Kobe got there. I don't usually follow players, but Miss Parker, I'm following you. I'm following Miss Parker. So now my new WNBA team is Chicago Sky. And I hope they win the championship. And um, I hope Candace Parker continues to play. Um, I ain't gonna say what age she is, but I'm gonna say this: she got a couple of more good years in her. 
I know she do. I see the work she put on Instagram, and I'm going to say this too. If, even if she stops playing basketball, she can still be on TNT and be an analyst, and she can still be on her Instagram stories and still get this dude right here all the life he wants because I'm telling you right now, Candace Parker gives me life. So with that being said, um, I just want to say thank you, Ms. Parker. Thank you for looking good. Thank you for playing good. Thank you for being a little hood. Thank you for um, having a beautiful daughter and, and, and being a beautiful mother as far as I see. Thank you for being friends to my man, Kobe. Thank you for being loyal to his family. Thank you for playing in LA. Thank you for going back to Chicago. I want to thank you for everything that you do. And I love you. And it's not a, uh, uh, that's not a, a love like a, I don't know you. So don't get creeped out. I'm just saying I love you as a, it's a basketball love, just like it's a, it's, a, it's a sports love, just like it's a sports hate with LeBron. I don't know LeBron personally. I think he's a great man, but I hate him. I hated Michael Jordan. Sports hate, sports love. I love you, Candace Parker. Um, I love you, Candace Parker. <laughs> I don't know why. I, just, I don't know what I was thinking. But I love you, Candace Parker. And I hope that you continue to play basketball for the rest of your good years you got left. I hope that you continue to get my, like I said, get my Instagram life. And um, that's it. Now I want to talk to my um my listeners. Um, I love y'all too. And I want y'all to continue to listen. And like I said, y'all can sponsor me if you like, but if you don't like, just listen. I don't care. You know, if 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 the uh if the money comes with this. Or, or I get famous. I'm still coming for you, Joe Rogan. I'm still looking at you. I still want that Joe Rogan. I'm still slow Rogan right now. But I want that Joe Rogan. But if it comes, it comes. But if it don't, it don't. I'm still going to continue to bring you this material. I'm still going to continue to be me. The listener ain't going to quit. And with that being said, I'll holler at y'all next time. This episode is over. Peace.